0: This episode of the Morning Skate is brought to you by Laga Sports. Laga Sports specializes in making 100% custom, fully sublimated uniforms and apparel for a variety of sports. But they're known for the premium quality and creativity of hockey jerseys. They have a one price, any design policy. It doesn't matter if you're looking for a simple NHL style or if you're wanting to create jerseys that look like Rebel Fighters from Star Wars. The price will always be the same and the design of possibilities are endless. Check them out at lagasports.com. That is lagasports.com. L-A-G-A-S-P-O-R-T-S Own your look, own the game.
1: You'll lose eleven seconds. You've got ten seconds. All
0: right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Morning Skate, episode 123. You got Ked here. Uh... BizDev is in Montreal, but he sends his regards. We also have Hal.
2: <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you doing? I'm good, dude. We just had to cut the first. We tried this once. I I broke protocol, so we have to go again. I'm going to keep it short. Uh, Dale's not here. I don't miss him. Uh, Ken basically just told me, He has a mic. Uh, I know on the podcast before I've demanded a mic. I never got one. Ked's going to come back and say, we have Skype now. You sound so much better, but I'll send you a mic. I didn't even know about it. And then I'll get mad. Um, Well, get your fucking
0: mic, dude. You're getting a mic. Does that sound good? Ked says it right here, right now. I will get you a fucking mic. Does that sound good? Are you good?
2: Here's the other thing, too. Um, Ked also came up to me, told me today that Dale might get his own three-minute podcast um yeah what are your thoughts like, on that if you're on social media can you if if you believe like me that dale needs to earn it can you just send ken a comment just so he can hear your voice um it seems like it seems like in today's age right um teams, <laughs> teams are so quick to call up superstars not let them go into ahl like oh like lias anderson like he wants to be in the nhl let's send him there like i think our podcast should be the 90s devils where you gotta grind in albany for three years to make it so those are my thoughts.
0: Okay. All right. So you're not down for the Daily Dose of Dale Friday three-minute podcast.
2: i just not yet, dude. I think okay. let how he all handles right. one minute, dude. I mean, he had a one-minute show last week. His intro was 10 seconds of it. I thought it was pretty good, but let's work on that first. Okay. I don't I hate that stuff. at all.
0: I don't hate that at all. I, I agree with that. Uh, this is going to be a good podcast <laughs> other than the NHL stuff that we normally do. Uh, we have the guys on from Saratoga Living. We're, we're doing a party in Saratoga for the 1980 40th anniversary. Uh, so they'll come on. It's pretty fun stuff.
2: And then just... What's the party, dude? What's up, buddy? What's the party? Like, what's the spread going to be?
0: I, I mean, you'll find Finger out...
2: Foods? What's up, buddy?
0: You'll find out later in the podcast, dude. You'll find out later in the podcast. You're just... You're jumpy tonight, man. Let me tell you what. This is like one of your classic podcasts of Hal and I just like pounding some beers and hanging out, so... Buckle up, let's go. Uh, before we get into NHL in the news, it's important. If you haven't liked us on Facebook yet, like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the whole the whole thing. We could have some major changes coming up. We're pretty pumped about it. Also, just a quick reminder, Biz Dev and I are going to the eleven day power play in Buffalo. That's July tenth. Uh, check that out. That is also on our website. So NHL in the news,
1: play the music. <laughs>
0: All right, man, NHL in the news time. Uh, the first story's like, scary. Uh, Jay Bomeester, he collapsed on the bench the other night. Uh, really, really scary stuff. He had, like, a cardiac event. Um, the next day they ended up saying, hey, like, I mean, it wasn't good, but the prognosis is, is good, I guess. And then he went, underwent successful surgery. Uh, he got an implantable cardioverter defibular procedure. I think that's pretty much just, like, if your heart stops, it, like, shots you back into the thing. Uh, they said they had they had to revive him at one point. Really, really scary shit. We've kind of seen this in the past. Rich Peverly, I remember him for the Stars. He was at Boston Bruin for a bit. Really scary, but also, like, it's crazy how good the doctors are nowadays, like the training staff on the bench, because, like, that could have been so bad, and they were there two seconds and helped out. But, Hal, what do you have on this? Really scary stuff.
2: Yeah, I don't have much on it, man. I'm happy that he's doing all right. You're right. It's scary. I thought, too, it was kind of interesting. Um, like, St. Louis just won the Cup last year, and they're, like, a super close group, so, like... I was thinking, like, I don't know, it probably hurt more for that team. You know what I mean? Like, I really feel like that's a family of a team. Uh, the only part that, like, watching that slow-mo video with the guys, like, who was it? It was uh, I think it was Vince Dunn. Vince Dunn, and then there was someone on the ice, too. But Petro, I,
0: mean, I don't know how to say his name. Petro Angelo?
2: I don't know. It's too, ma- <laughs> too many words. Letters.
0: Syllables, yeah.
2: Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. Sad stuff. Um, I don't have too much more on it glad he's okay yeah dude yeah for sure and the other thing too i think we should just mention like i bet you if you went back and listened to this podcast like four years ago um we probably like shit on jay Meister at some point but i mean he won a cup and he shut us up and i guess by all accounts it seems like every story you hear about him he's a good guy too so
0: yes wasn't he like a sick prospect coming up like he was like the can't miss canadian like defenseman like prospect I think Ryan Vanee's yeah. talked about that before. That that Jay Bowmeister was like the real fucking deal.
2: Yeah, I think he was a high draft pick. So for Florida, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. Glad he's doing all right. Yeah, me too. Uh,
0: we'll keep it Western Conference. Edmonton Zach Cassian. Uh, if you guys didn't see this, like he got tangled up with uh, Tampa Bay's Eric Chern- Chernak and one of his teammates. And when he went to get up, he just like kicked him in, the- kicked him right in the chest. Uh, right, we have hockey players kicking each other now. He's been suspended seven games tough look for cassie and like in my head i was trying to figure out if there was any reasonable explanation i don't have any what, what did you have on this this was crazy to see and only seven games for like kicking somebody like i don't know
2: yeah dude i don't know i i instantly went back i like i have this memory from like when i was 10 years old playing in a hockey game and a kid like stabbed a kid with a skate and like it looked like like, it, I thought the world was going to crumble. Like, everyone was in disarray and stuff like that. Um, just work. something you don't – you know what I mean? It's just something you don't see very often. Like, he didn't really kick him and like, in the chest protector. Like, the chest protectors now are, like, super, like, thick, I feel like. I don't think it would cut through in that area, but it's just a scumbag move. I feel like I feel like the other thing, too, is, like, Zach Cassian, um I Zach Cassian's kind of turned into like a likable player, where like if he's not on your team, you still love him. But at the end of the day, I think he's kind of like Tom Wilson, where he still has that like wild card side to him, where like if it's against your team, you're gonna hate him.
0: Yeah, I don't. I would be so pissed if I was a, uh, a Tampa Bay fan. Like if if we played the Oilers and Zach Cassian kicked one of my players, yeah. I would fucking lose my shit. I mean, I wouldn't do anything about it. He kicked my ass, but like I would definitely voice my opinion.
2: Yeah, dude, and that's the thing. Like, did anything really happen? I-, I didn't watch the game, so do you know if he got kicked out of the game? No, I don't think so, dude. I they think it really
0: was it. kind of, like, in disbelief. I think the one ref was, like, looking at him like, what the fuck was that? And it was it was just a fucking crazy move. Like, I think he used his skate to, like, push off the
2: guy, but still, like, you can't fucking do that. It's kind of wild to think that if he played the rest of the game that no one tried to fight him. Yeah, it's... Like, you got to have... Yeah, something. I
0: don't, I don't know. Or like some, there's got to be video on the bench where it's like, oh yeah, that guy just kicked one of our guys.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, right?
0: Do something about it. I'm, that was wild. Um, still Western Conference. These, this is just Sharks time. Uh, Eric Carlson will miss the remainder of the season with a broken thumb. I can't really catch a break, man. Like, and and it's sad because there were playoff series that the Rangers would play the Senators, and it was the Eric Carlson show, and like that was like his thing. I remember Brian Boyle gave him a noogie one time, and then fucking Karkner, I think was his name, came over and jumped them.
2: Dubinsky got kicked out for throwing the Gatorade cooler. <laughs> great uh, moment.
0: Great. I mean, where
2: were you? Was was DuBin- Horts, the wait, cooler? was Torts coaching that team? Had to have been. I think. I'm like 95% sure that like when I think Tortorella hockey, I think Dubinsky throwing the Gatorade cooler. Oh,
0: man. All right, really, really quick. You brought up Torts. The Rangers played the Blue Jackets, uh, and they ended up winning. And torts was freaking out at the bench it was like your classic like you're just laughing your ass off kind of thing it was incredible um but yeah that's what i have on that it just sucks eric carlson's a special player i don't it just sucks that he can't stay healthy
2: yeah two things one um i picked the san jose sharks to win the stanley cup uh, at the beginning of this year so kudos to me for being on that hot tip i think i just got caught up in the joe thornton love story uh <laughs> two um, this is a big spin zone for Ottawa. Like, if you think about the Ottawa Senators right now, like, everyone was like, oh, like, Ottawa doesn't want to pay their players. Like, they grow these sick talents, then they trade them, and they go away. Did they not want to pay him, or are they smart and knew that he was injury-prone and paying him big money might set back their organization? That's probably not the case of what happened. But if you're Ottawa, you're looking like geniuses right now, and they've got the Sharks' first-round pick.
0: Yeah, I mean...
2: Who won that trade? Tell me.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard because you and it. I don't think you decide yet. like like Carlson got hurt. There's a good chance. Maybe this is just like a, a fluke year for the Sharks. because Dude, they're planning a playoff team. If they get a goalie. They could be dangerous. Right. So like it, I think it right now, I mean, I'd be pretty happy to be a Senators fan. I mean, do you really think you'd be that much better with Eric Carlson on your team and not all these like draft picks and shit? Like if you can't even do it on a team stack full of talent, I I get that. We're going to get into Ottawa in a little bit, too, which we all love getting right. into. So. Um, this one's interesting Evander Kane uh, elbowed Neil Pionk in the face Uh, I got three game suspension and he comes out with my statement here we go the fact the NHL department of player safety headed by George Paros continue to pick and choose who and what they suspend is ridiculous there have been countless incidents of the same nature through this season and past seasons that have gone unsuspended or fined. no one person can tell you what is or isn't a suspension in today's game it's become a complete guess there's a major lack of consistency with the NHL department of player safety a completely flawed system in so many ways, from the suspensions to the appeal rights. It's baffling to me how we as players agreed to this. You can't continue to give some players a pass and throw the book at others. There's been, there has to be an outside uh, third party making these decisions to remove the bias that transpires in his department, headed by George Peros. None of it makes sense. Vander Kane, dude. I mean, this guy. He needs a PR guy, dude, because I feel like every time I hear from him, he's just doing something fucking stupid, like, every single time. And it's never like, oh, Vander Kane did something very charitable or Vander Kane's, like, a good dude. It's like, Vander Kane did something stupid or he's stirring the pot. But I I also get where he's coming from.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm torn on this one. Um, I like what – like, I like that he's, like, saying something publicly. Like, I think that guy in baseball, Trevor Bauer, just did something similar like calling out like dude, the league is athletes,
0: athletes are are they're dropping a
2: little bit. Yeah, so I'm starting to think there's going to be a change in that tide where athletes are literally just going to say whatever they want. So I don't think this is going to be as big as big of a deal as people think. Um my one thing on this though is Evander Kane like you're a, a repeat offender, dude. Like you have been suspended a good amount of times. Like I understand that there's definitely flaws and, like, they don't always make the right call or, like, the game seem inconsistent. But, like, when you've been suspended in the past as many times as he has, which I think is at least a couple, right? Like, didn't he definitely get suspended because of stuff that happened against, like, the Knights or something?
0: Yeah, but I – and to piggyback on that, man, like, this isn't, like, a new thing. If you've been in the league for, like, ever and you were kind of known to have that, like, cross the line and shit, like – refs are going to look at you differently than other people like brendan lemieux gets it all the time and the rangers always say oh like the ref like he needs to change his last name this and that well like he kind of earned that like reputation of like refs having to be like that because if you let him go out of line he goes nuts right so like i don't know i kind of understand where the refs are coming from because they've seen evander kane do like dumb shit on the ice but at the same time it's like a little bit more consistency. Yeah.
2: No. I mean, the one thing I would say on that though is Jeremy Lazon, the guy for the Bruins, the rookie who got suspended. Two, he got suspended two games for the elbow for an elbow to the head. That's what King got suspended for, right? Three. Yeah, but what I'm saying is Lazon's first time was two games. Like there was no question on it. He elbows a guy in the head, and it's three. Like that makes sense. Like he's done it before.
0: Yeah, but he also – this wasn't the only thing that he did. He also, like, quote-tweeted – I think it was Chara hitting Gallagher in the face, which we'll talk about later. And he said, this didn't even get a game. Why am I getting three? Yeah.
2: Yeah, we can talk about that later, dude.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They man,
2: just play No, it. you know what? Let's talk about it right now, dude. Um, okay. Send it. <laughs> I don't know which way do you want. Which way do you think I should go on this? Do you think I should be reasonable, or do you think I just, should just love the Bruins?
0: On the I mean, dude, how do you feel? I think this is one of the things where, as a fan, you're like, "Yeah, I fucking loved it," but as like an actual like neutral like
2: party, like Char should have gotten suspended like two or three games. He cross-check him in the. Dude, day. here's the thing: um, was it dirty? Yes, absolutely. But at the end of the day, Chara, Chara, a, a man of integrity, was like climbed Mount Kilimanjaro like he does things for the community he's a proud dad he's played played 1500 games he said that Brendan Gallagher kind of dove and embellished a little bit I mean he pointed at him he said he snapped his head back I mean at the end of the day dude I think I trust him
0: even if you watch the video of like his stick directly hitting Brendan Gallagher's neck you're still gonna go with what
2: Char said that it was a dive he could have embellished dude he could have leaned into it like slow mo like you just don't know what happened i'm obviously being sarcastic dude he obviously cross-checked him in the face i just thought it was funny that chara tried to act like it was like a an embellishment like what a what a solid move.
0: yeah i think also like some of
2: that i don't know if that was an actual target
0: i think he's just way taller than him so like that cross check would have been like somewhere else on him i don't know
2: okay and and i i just want to transition dude i'm sorry i just cut you off uh you're good, bro. So he, so Brendan Gallagher then just won ape shit, like yeah. Can you explain that to me?
0: So they had a game against the Stars, and I guess the refereeing was pretty shitty. They lost in overtime, and Gallagher went up to the ref, and you can like see him go back and forth. I think the ref says like fuck off, and then Gallagher's like, oh, you told me to fuck no, you fuck off, and then like fucking freaked out, smashed a stick on the bench, like to the point where I I would think like at least it's a fine, like he lost his shit, dude. This was like peak Ked had a couple too many beers in beer league, and the ref said something weird to him, and Ked's going off.
2: Yeah, dude. The one thing I would say on that is Brendan Gallagher, I don't know if this happened last year, but I noticed this when the Bruins played them the other night. He has a tinted visor now. Like, I I don't know if he's trying to make a statement. Like, when did Brendan Gallagher – I'm
0: going to park you right there. I think he has a tinted visor just because he recently went through concussion shit. And I know, like, when you have concussion, like, lights and shit affect you, and I think that's why he's wearing the tinted visor.
2: Is that what happens with a lot of guys?
0: I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That would be my guess. Like, Mark Stahl wears a tin advisor because, like, his eye and, like, his head, I think. I'm pretty sure.
2: Okay. Then I stand corrected. I just thought it was crazy because, like – Yeah, if he know, just I,
0: went full piran, like, that would suck.
2: Like, when when you just are watching a hockey team and, like, maybe it's, a, like, a team on the West Coast and, like, there's a player on the third line that you haven't seen in, like, four years play and then they show me as a tin advisor on, you're like, whoa, what happened?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I that would be my guess. He just came back from like concussion type stuff.
2: Yeah, that would make sense with stall and stuff like that too. So, oh, he's doing a search. This is where Biz Dev Dale would have came into play. Where right, is dude. Dev Dale? Biz Devdale was doing room service. Yes, so that did
0: happen. Yes, he did have a concussion. I just want to make sure it was the right player. Okay. Um. All right. So this is something we're just going to touch on this really quick. Paul Bissonet and Dan Carcillo are going at each other on Twitter right now. Uh. What do you have on it? I don't want to, like, read any tweets or anything like that because I think it's pretty controversial. But, like, I think Biz just had enough of Carcillo. And, like, this is hockey news. Like, this is something we have to talk about. They're, like, pretty pretty
2: popular on the Twitter. Yeah, so I, I'm i going to try to make this quick, dude, because I don't really know. I don't really have that much on it. I think at the end of the day, like, I like, I like Paul Biz and that. I think he's a funny guy. I think it's cool that they wrote that article about him being the future of hockey. I totally agree. Like, I think he tells – like raunchy stories but i don't really think he's a bad person he seems like a very nice person and like do you know what i mean at the end of the day we were talking about this before he just seems like a good guy and like he cares yeah, about a people genuine,
0: like kind fucking dude like would go out of his way to help anybody kind of dude that's the vibe that i get from him I, I could be completely wrong but from what i understand with that guy like he does a ton with the community i have a fucking biz nasty uh feeds the homeless t-shirt that he used to have on sauce hockey i bought one of those like he like does cool shit and like he's passionate about the game he loves growing the game but he also and i completely understand why if anybody comes at him he's like yo fuck you and i mean i respect that there's not many people that do that and i think like carcillo and him have had beef on twitter i think in the past or whatever and i think it just kept going on and on and on i think biz finally had enough and i mean i the fact that carcillo is trying to make people better i respect that but like if you don't have a great past, like, don't expect for that not to be brought up.
2: Yeah, and I think, I think obviously everyone, like, deserves a second chance and stuff, but, like, I don't know. The tweet that he sent out just doesn't sound like he's an awesome guy. Like, I I think everyone always kind of got that vibe. Like, I think the reason, I think what his cause is is good, and, like, I think if the right person was doing it and, like, yeah an ex-player that was like really advocating for guys with concussions like and they had like the right way of showing their message and getting it across without getting mad i think that would be a positive dude i just i
0: feel like every time he tweets it's like an attack
2: like it's never like oh like it's not and you know i feel for the guy dude like i can't imagine losing teammates to stuff like i i know that would mess me up too but like sometimes he just doesn't come off as genuine. Like, I just don't – it just doesn't feel like he's – I don't know. I just can't get behind it.
0: So I would think it does come off as as genuine. Like, I think what he's saying, I think he, act, he like, truly believes in. It's just that, like, I, he comes off as just, like, angry. And, like, trying to, like – I just wish he went about it a different way.
2: Yeah, that's fair.
0: If that makes any sense. But I don't know. That's going to be crazy – I, I know there are no free ads, but that, I'm sure that next episode of Spin Chicklets with Biz talking about it is going to be pretty sick. So, um, Moving on, we're back to Ottawa, dude. I thought this was interesting. I brought this up because I know how much you love the Ottawa Senators organization. Maple Leafs' Jason Spezza, who, who used to play for the Ottawa Senators, uh, is not thrilled with the low attendance in Ottawa. He says, I look at this as a strong hockey community with great friends, and we filled the building every night when the teams were good. He said sitting in the stall. It's a little bit upsetting to see it like this. You're not sure what the reasons are or what's behind it. Hopefully people can just put everything aside and come enjoy hockey games. This is too good of a hockey city. You don't want it to be put in jeopardy where people think it's a bad market. You need full buildings for things to go well. So I'd like to see the buildings full here again because it's just such a strong hockey community. Whoo, man. You know, Melnick and Dorian are like, fuck, this is not good for us. I don't know,
2: man. I, Former captain I, of the Senators. has had some pull in Ottawa, I would what's think. Jay, what's Jason Spezza's problem, dude? Why is he picking on Ottawa right now? Ottawa's already down. Everyone knows no one's going to Ottawa.
0: I love again. that you're defending it. Keep why going.
2: Does, why does Jason Spezza have to just, like, throw them under the bus, dude? What did Ottawa do to him, like, other than probably not pay him or trade him or betray him in some way, dude? But, like... I don't know. Like, stay out of it, Jason Spezza. Like, Jason Spezza is a legend, dude. I remember growing up, like, I used to go to youth hockey tournaments, and it was always like, did you know that Jason Spezza played here eight years ago? It's like, sick, dude. I'm like nine years old. Who cares? You know what I mean?
0: Dude, Jason Spezza was so good, though. Like, he, he was, was so good funny. for a long time. He kind of reminded me of Yashin in a weird way. I don't know why, but he was always just like, cool, calm, collected, like a way better Peter Nedbett.
2: See, Silky, smooth playmaker.
0: Sick shot
2: fucking yeah. Rip. yeah i don't know man i mean i just thought it was uncalled for that's all i have on it leave ottawa out of it
0: i mean okay i respect that i like this next one coming up uh, kale mccarr adam fox and quinn hughes are the first trio of rookie d-men 21 and under to record at least 30 points in the first 55 games since greg hawgood brian leach and zarli Zalipsky and uh 1988-89 so my question for you is if you had to pick between the the first three or the second three, what three are you picking?
2: Okay. I just wanna say, like That's Greg right. Greg Hoggood, Brian Leach, and Zarly Zaplosky. Like, is that really that sick? I mean Brian Leach is really good. I don't know who Greg
0: Hoggood or Zarly Zalab Batsky is.
2: But Brian Leach was
0: I think, in my opinion, the best American defenseman there. Exactly,
2: played. dude. So I want to flip the switch on you and I want you to call your shot right now. Let's hear it. Cale McCarr, Adam Fox, Quinn Hughes. You have to tell me which one's going to be Greg Hogwood, which one's going to be Brian Leach, <laughs> which one's going to be Zarley Soblaski. Kale McCarr, who's he going to be, dude?
0: Oh, man. I don't know. I... <sighs> Who would be Brian? I don't know. Kale McCarr and Quinn. I think Kale McCarr is going to be Brian Leach.
2: Yeah, I think Caleb McCarr is the best out of them all, too. I think Quinn Hughes is an unde- unbelievable can skate, defenseman. Dude. Yeah, he can skate, dude. He's a great player. And I think Adam Fox is good, too. So, I mean, I don't think it's like What'd a bad... You, what was that? What? what? What'd you say? I think Fox is good. Okay. That's what I said. I didn't say anything bad, dude. So, I just... But I do agree. I think Caleb McCarr is the best player out of all of them. I don't know why. Just... He has that like factor about him. Do you know what I mean? Dude,
0: nope. what Frank That Like the the X is the X Factor in the new Madden game where like you get hot, dude, they do have the factor, dude. I like that. Who, dude, wait, this- dude, what NHL player was nickname was the factor? Do you remember? No. I'm I didn't. have to look that up. Fuck, who was it? I'm gonna look it up.
2: Alright. I don't know if I have much else on this. The only other thought that's coming to mind, dude, and I don't even want to say this out loud is I, I I don't know if you've noticed this, dude, but Kale McCarr has rosy cheeks, and I fucking – I kind of dig it. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. All right, dude. Let's move
2: on. The factor <laughs> actually
0: his name's Ryan O'Reilly. That's his nickname.
2: Off, that can't be – that's Ryan O'Reilly's nickname? Factor, dude. Kind, kind of a
0: sick nickname. Dude. Sick nickname, though. Yeah. Uh Last thing, the Minnesota Wild traded Jason Zucker to Pittsburgh for Alex Galchenyuk, Addison, and a 2020 first-round pick zucker's already tearing it up classic my question for you out of this like i thought galchenyuk was good and the Wild got not only galchenyuk addison in 2020 first round pick so does that mean galchenyuk's just not a good hockey player anymore or is jason zucker really that good i just never knew it
2: yeah so it's kind of crazy dude because galchenyuk's galchenyuk's 26 years old like He's played, Galchenyuk's played in over 500 NHL hockey games. Like, that's crazy. Like, at this point, you would think he would be in the prime of his career. I don't know. He had 17 points in 45 games this year for the Penguins. Like,
0: not great, especially on a team where you should be able to fucking.
2: That's play. what I'm saying. Like you said, Zukers playing well right now, um, and it didn't take him very long to transition. It's like a team, the Pittsburgh Penguins are supposed to be the team that anyone can go there and be a role player and succeed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and in, in Zucker's second game, he had two goals. So like, and one of them was off a feed from Crosby. He's going to be a dangerous dude for the Penguins. I think, honestly, I think that's a great deal for them. As as well as Phil Kessel, or as good as Phil Kessel is, and how many goals he can score and shit like that. I just think Zucker, like for some reason, I just think he he is a Pittsburgh Penguin dude. Like fast, small, can shoot. Kind of, you don't really like him because he's kind of an asshole. I mean, yeah. at least, I think yeah. he's he's your quintessential Pittsburgh Penguin, but. I don't know. Uh, that was NHL on the news. We're going to move on. We have some Rangers
2: talk. Uh, I think he's – the only thing I'll say on that, dude, is I think he's a little more likable than the average Pittsburgh Penguin. Yeah. Do no, hey, you, you think that'll change, dude? It's like the more like we play against him as a Penguin in the East Coast, we're going to hate him?
0: It always changes. Look at Pascal Dupuy and fucking Matt Cullen, dude. They were both very likable, and they went to Pittsburgh, and I hate them both.
2: All right. <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Right?
2: Um, you have r- a lot of Rangers stuff, dude.
0: Yeah. I mean – a lot of things happen. I'll, I'll go. I'll be quick. I think the first one you're going to appreciate. Brendan Smith's back on defense, dude. Yes, he's, dude. Two games there, and he's played really well. He won the uh, Broadway hat, and they're not their last game, but the game before that because, you know, I mean, dude, he, he didn't scratch for a couple games leading up to that, too. So he's played forward all year, got scratched for a couple games, then hopped back on D and played great. Um, Tony D'Angelo got hurt. He threw a hit at Kevin Fiala in the wild game a couple nights ago. Sucks. Hopefully he gets back soon. They just recalled Joey Keane, but because Smitty's back on D, he uh, Joey Keane hasn't played yet. Excited to see him. Brian Lindgren, I thought this was really cool. He got a puck to the face the other night, dude. You would have fucking, you would have loved this guy in the Bruins. Gets a puck to the face, drops a stick, gets another stick. He's literally perf- like bleeding profusely out of his mouth, but like doesn't stop playing. The play goes on for like 30 seconds. and He just keeps spitting up blood, fucking everywhere. They ice the puck. The Rangers are absolutely gas. They ice the puck. Lindgren doesn't need to take another shift because he's bleeding so bad. And because he bled everywhere, the uh, the guys with the shovels had to come pick it up. So it wasn't even like the icing really affected anything. It was like a 30-second timeout. It was fucking genius, dude. Uh, Ryan Lindgren, you would have loved him on the Bs. Uh, Mika Zibanejad, really, really fun player to watch. Love that guy. Just want to mention that really quick. I think he's a first-line center. Like, I really do. And I know that's kind of like a topic of discussion, but...
2: I don't think... I think that's fair at this point.
0: Capo Kako uh i mean he's looking better better looking more confident i would like them to wow to produce a little bit more but i mean for an eight well just for a 19 years old kid like he's still doing pretty good things in the nhl uh giuseppe we called this guy up from the ahl michael haley and brendan smith aren't playing sport anymore this guy's in dude he's kind of like he's a spark plug goes a million miles an hour hits everybody has a little offense to his game i like that one thing i wanted to mention so i don't know if it's in the bruins because you guys are like really good but is there ever a time during the like during the game that they say something happened like it was really good defensively and it really wasn't but they're just like trying to pipe like pump up their tires has that ever happened to you yeah every now and then so that's always with the rangers but the other night uh steve alicat actually broke down a really really good play that brendan smith made earlier in the game where he like kind of looked over his shoulder saw the options and shit and it was like i don't know i appreciated that we went 4-0 on the western road trip igor and georgie both got two wins you wanted me to talk about Truba and Donato. So Truba, I mean, that was kind of that kind of sucked. Donato took an extra hack. Truba tried to get in his helmet. It was just it wasn't a good luck. But people forget last week he fought Zach Hyman made him bleed. The coolest part about that story is Zach Hyman was actually his teammate at Michigan. So he beat the shit out of his former
2: teammate at Michigan. And then uh Yeah, dude, but Ryan Donato, you just go right back down the peg in my books, dude. Like even if he was climbing a tree, dude, Ryan Donato shook him out of the tree. Ryan Donato. Yeah. Ryan does Ryan Donato remind you of Jimmy VC? Like a better Jimmy VC, but like
0: same kind of like person?
2: Yeah, they're just like smart and
0: like that, that's a vibe I get
2: from them. I hate Harvard it. Harvard hockey dude, Alex Korn. Yeah.
0: Um and then lastly the Rangers, just projections for the season total. This is from at just Luigi. Panarin, 42 goals, 69-6 for 111 points. Mekas Benajad, 38-42-80. Reinstrom, 20-50-70. Tony D'Angelo, 19-43-62. That's pretty fucking good for a defenseman. Uh, Chris Kreider, 33-27-60. He's never scored 30 goals in his career, so that'd be sick, depending on where he winds up. Pavel Buchnevich, 19-31-50. Would expect a little bit more out of him. And rookie Adam Fox, 9-36-45. That's pretty good for a rookie defenseman, so uh that is what I have on the Rangers I know that was a little longer than usual do you have any questions
2: no I mean D'Angelo's gonna get paid dude the only thing I would say like I just clowned on true but I still think that was a dumb signing but at least Adam Fox like softens the blow do you remember when we first got him like you hated him I think you hated him because I liked him so
0: much and like I I was kind of pumping his tires and I didn't really know that much about him what a fucking player he is man (laughs) Like seriously, and I I'm not being a dick. Like I think McAvoy's a great player, but I think he only has one goal this year. In terms of points, does Fox like have way more points than McAvoy?
2: Maybe. I mean McAvoy scored two goals this week. Yeah, McAvoy didn't score for like forty games.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I just think that's really good for a rookie defenseman. Like I'm that was that absolutely was worth the trade.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean the only thing I would say on that and I'll just go right into mine right now. Charlie McAvoy, two goals this week. He's hot, dude. That's good. That's he's good. He's also he's also our number one defenseman by a long shot, dude. And he plays against top lines every night. I think I think Charlie McAvoy's an unbelievable hockey player. I think anyone in Boston that thinks he's having a down year because he's not scoring goals is not watching him play. He's, he's unbelievable, dude. I I think he's gone. Gotten, he gotten smarter with the puck. He's better on breakouts, stuff like that. So like
0: right-handed shot, right? What's that? Right-handed shot. Yep. Yeah, that's fucked and, up. And the other
2: thing, the crazy thing about McAvoy, too, I think he's 22. So pretty, oh,
0: that's wild. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, I don't know how old Adam Fox is, but I'm assuming. He's under
0: 21.
2: Yeah, so they're like this. Old, I think they're like pretty much the same age. Uh, Marshan pushed Fabry into the bench against the Red Wings the other night. I thought that was a good move. Marshan was kind of on a heater this week, dude. He, at the end of the day, like I think a couple weeks ago, Marshan tweeted out saying he was looking for his hands, and then uh this past week dude he dangled two guys dude. like
0: okay so that one that he went toe drag to between his own legs, slide over to postenac was one of the coolest fucking things i've ever seen in my entire life i couldn't believe it how was that guy not a first round pick like the talent that you have to pull off that move alone like how did somebody not see that
2: well dude yeah i think brad Marchand is also the ultimate don't give up on your prospect because he when he was playing on the fourth line it took him like 20 games to score his first nhl goal like you don't know what you have, dude. Like, there are guys who have, like, that grind. So yeah. that's why I think he's cool, too, is, like, he had to earn it. Um, he's so fucking good, dude. You brought up his quote, too. Uh, they tend to be against bottom teams. You don't really do that against top teams. Talking about his two highlight reel moves, it's uh, a tough go. I don't know. Anthony Nassio is a forward, so that's a really hard situation to get in. Like, if that was you, if you were Anthony Nassio, like, what would have you done? Drop down? Like
0: I think you lay there, and hopefully the puck hits you. <laughs> like, that's dude, all, yeah, and, you, and just lay as far as you could, like, get the stick out there, so maybe you get a, like, dude, there's nothing worse than playing in a beer league game, and then all of a sudden, the puck's coming the other way, and you have to fucking pivot and go play defense, and you're like, Yeah, Geez. that's a
2: really good thing, dude. I mean, I think I covered everything on the Bruins, so can we just go right into Beer League up and I'll talk about that? Go for it, man. I, I um, at the end of the day, when I pe- played Beer League, as a defenseman, like, I don't care. Like, if I miss an open net, like, whatever. Like, if I, I can do some dumb things, and I won't care. But there are two things that I just find unacceptable. Uh, unacceptable. Jesus. Saturday, no, Sunday morning, 1230. Uh, unacceptable is, one, missing breakout passes, dude. That haunts me in my dreams. I hate when I miss a pass to a forward. It's like, I, I don't know. I feel like that's like when your one job is make a crisp breakout pass. Like, I'm not wheeling up the ice. Two, dude. Here's a the, the question for you. So, I played a couple of fucking Beerly games as
0: a defenseman. There's nothing better than when you, like, snap it tape to tape on that break.
2: Yeah, especially. Like, I she, always
0: kind of like. I, I always give a little, like, fucking strut, like, yeah. the next stride if I know it's, like, a good pass and, like, yeah, I crushed it.
2: Yeah, dude. Like, at the end of the day, like, when a forward scores a breakaway goal like that, like, it's awesome. But if you're a defenseman, dude, and you're, like, going to celebrate and you just threw that pass, like, you feel like the man. No one really cares, but yeah. in your head, like, you're fucking jazzed. So, that's a sweet. That's a great feeling. My other thing, dude, you can't get burned. If you, I can't get burned one on one. I don't care. I don't care what I have to do. If I have to, if I have to, like take a penalty, I would rather take a penalty than get burned one on one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I it's different for me, right? Because I'm a forward. So when I'm one on one with somebody and I'm playing defense, I'm not thinking about like taking the puck and going the other way. Like I'm thinking about not getting embarrassed. So like I normally go stick to stick and I just keep my fucking stick there. And then I just try to. I don't hit them, but like I don't look at the puck at all. Like, my my stick is on their hands, and if they try to go around me, I'm just going to step that
2: way. Dude, and the one thing I would say, too, is, and I'm not trying to act like the man right now, but, like, as a beer league defenseman, I just want to toss it out there to forwards. Like, the forward that, like, comes up, and, like, he's skating kind of slow, and he's doing a thousand, like, dangles, and he thinks he's the man because he, like, played, like, club hockey or, like, D3 or something and he's doing ridiculous shit does not scare me as much as the guy who just has a, like, head full, like, just flying down the ice, like, with one or two stick handles. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. this guy's a wild card. You don't know if he's just going to burn you or dangle you. The guy who's going slow dangling you is just going to try to do something stupid.
0: Yeah, 100%. And, like, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, because I – the guys with the sick hands think they're just going to, like, show off everything. And you're like, okay, like, maybe I get a poke. Or, like, just don't play this fucking stupid. Whereas the guy that you – it's kind of a wild card and he's bearing in. You don't know if he's going to rip a puck at your feet. you like – it's
2: just a whole lot of speed. And you're
0: like, oh, shit.
2: Yeah, dude. And at the same time, I understand the guy with sick hands perspective. Like, you could do that eight times. And as long as you score once, like, your team's going to be like, that was sick. Like, no one really cares about the times you don't do it. Like, no one cares about the forward turning over the puck there. Like, it happens. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It sucks as a forward, like, trying to dangle in the puck it, like, goes the other way. I hate it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I just said, oh, what do you have for Beer, beer League? Um, so we had a bye week,
0: um, which kind of sucked because everybody thought the game was Tuesday, and then we all looked at the calendar, and it was like, oh, it's next Tuesday. Um, but I did skate in the Legends skate in Saratoga, uh, which was a pretty good time. I got to play with Dale. Uh, Carter Flanagan, legend of the program guy just parties. He was there and uh Jayla tulip we've talked about him a few times. Carter's pretty good. Jayla Tulip is like one of the best players I've ever seen in my life. So it's always fun skating with those guys. The pace is really good. It's it's a dimmi- different atmosphere. You know what I mean? Like when you actually play in like a league game between that and like a private skate. Like do you know what I mean? Like in a game I just feel way more stressed out in a private skate. Like I feel like I have way more time Oh, not not much time, but, like, I just feel more loose. Does that make it sense?
2: Like, it feels like
0: an alumni game almost. Yeah, but it's still really, like, good, though. Like, it's fast. Like, right. it's still really good fucking hockey. It's just – it's a different, like, mindset, I guess.
2: Yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: But, yeah, so that's kind of what happened. We have a game next week, thank God, because it's been a while.
2: But, yeah. Yeah, you definitely play looser, too. Like, you play faster, you definitely play looser in those games.
0: Yeah, 1,000%.
2: <sighs> that's it, dude. That's all I got. That's
0: what we got for Beer League Roundup. Paddy B hotline not happening this week, but call in 518 309 2595. We're doing this Sunday morning, so I don't think he had time to call in. But instead of that, we are now going to get into our interview with Austin and Jonah of Saratoga Living. It's pretty good talking about the 1980 uh, 40th anniversary. Sick little party that we're going to have. If you guys are local, listen to this, check it out. You guys are going to have a blast. It's worth it. So here's the interview. All right, guys! Exciting part of the podcast. I'm pumped. I'm here with Austin and Jonah of Saratoga Living. Uh, we're actually going to crack open these beers. This is Obituary by the Northway Brewing Company. They teamed up with Deathwish Coffee. If you guys tuned in a couple weeks ago, we had Will on from Deathwish. These things are legit. But Austin and Jonah, how are
3: you doing? Hey.
0: Fantastic. We are doing great.
3: Uh, can we can we crack? Crack. I'm right in, right in the mic.
0: And if you're listening to this podcast, I hope you're doing the same. This is, so, what you guys are doing are really, really cool. Unless you're living under a rock, this is the 40th anniversary of the 1980 Miracle on Ice. Uh, if you've never heard of it, stop listening to my podcast. I want nothing to do with you. But if you're if you're hockey, you know what's going on. Uh, the United States, they took on the Soviets, they beat them, then they went on to beat the Finns, gold medal, Lake Placid. Very, very cool stuff. And it's the 40th year anniversary, and you guys are doing something really, really cool. So, do you guys just want to kind of dive right into what's going
1: on? Let's dive in. Okay. All right. So, uh, the most recent issue, which came out Monday, of Saratoga Living Magazine, features the winning team, uh, that'd be us. uh, (laughs) United States, yeah. And uh, there's content inside, interviews with team members, most notably Mike Rizzoni and Jim Craig. Everyone knows who they are. Oh, yeah. And so, we are going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate the issue, but most importantly, we're going to celebrate this incredible moment in sports history and have a huge bitchin party. I
3: mean it's it's got to be it, it's got to be one of the greatest moments in sports history, right? I mean a, a I history. would argue yeah. history yeah. like yeah, it, because totally. it had
0: so yeah. many underlying layers like other than sports like what right. with the with the political climate during that time right. just like but you're right like I get
3: chills thinking about right, it. Right, exactly. Like it's it's the quintessential David versus Goliath like, mm-hmm. you know, and we all love that story. We all love when that, when that goes down, like in the championship game, when you have the small market team versus the big market team, well, this is like the you, this yeah. is the pinnacle of that. It it's, happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, which is crazy.
3: A bunch of college kids go out there and play against a bunch
0: of like 30, 40-year-old dudes that have been playing together forever. And they ended up winning. And it, it's – yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've watched a movie, Miracle. I would say probably between like 30 or 40. Just <laughs> yeah. kind of turn it on. It's like the office for me. Like if I want to go to bed, <laughs> yeah, just pop right. on Herb Brooks and like right, a little right. Aerosmith. Uh-huh. And then we're, we're, we're wheeling and dealing. But it's really cool that you guys are doing this. Uh, this is, I don't know, just so let's really break down into it. Like what what's going on here? It's Wednesday, February 26th at Putnam Place in Saratoga. So if you guys are local listening to this, check it out. Even if you're in Albany, come north of the Twins. Even if you're in
3: California, you should fly in for this and come to the party. It's going to be pretty incredible. It's
0: going to
1: be huge. And and we just want to make clear that Putnam is a great venue, and the main reason why we are hosting there is because they have a 17-foot LED screen for us to... Rewatch this game, celebrate and experience it all over again. As most of us weren't even alive for this, mm-hmm. so we are going to just revisit the entire experience uh, as a nation once more.
0: And what's cool is like, so I've watched the movie Miracle a ton of times. I've seen the third period. I don't know if I've actually ever watched the full the full, the full, game. full right game, right? Now, right. Either. So like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Johnson scoring with like, I forget how as time was expiring mm-hmm. to to get the boys on the board. It was just like. I don't know, it's cool. So, 17-foot thing, and if you guys have never been to Putnam Place, there's tons of real estate, so it's not going to be, like, shoulder-to-shoulder, shoulder. like, you're going to have, you're going to, it's going to be an enjoyable time. I hate going to the bar, and, like, you're just, you can't move, and, and then you yeah. sweat, and then there's, like, girls come up to you, and you're like, oh, I'm sweating, and hopefully they don't notice this. Like, it's not going to be like that, guys. Not it's going to be a great time. No. Uh
1: it's going to be great. We're going to be yeah. outdoors, too. They have an, an awesome outdoor space. Where we're going to have interactive games um, that will be actually raising money from, through Friends of Saratoga Rec. We're going to be raising money for the rinks here in town, the Weibel and Vernon rinks, getting uh, new locker room equipment and and skating aids for the kids and things to uplift the hockey community here in upstate.
0: Which is so cool, because this is USA Hockey, right? And, like, you're giving back to these kids that might not have played before, or, I mean, especially with the little kids, but, like, to learn to skate and stuff like that. Like, that's just really... We're getting the programs going, and that's, like, what it comes down to. The coolest thing about doing this podcast, I pretty much say this every time I interview people, is you talk to people in the hockey community, and we're all, like, kind of under the same, like, brand of, like, person. And, like, we're just out here just trying to help each other out, because we love the game, we love what, what it brings, like watching it on TV, just people hitting each other, fighting each other, and, like, I'm a range fan, you're an I fan, fuck off, no, you fuck off, and then at the end of the day, we're like, we love hockey, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's, exactly, like, what it comes down to. Exactly. Totally. It, it,
3: tight. It, yeah, and, and to relate to that, you know, so I I grew up playing hockey, I, I played, uh, I went to prep school and played hockey, and okay. ho- hockey was, hockey was, like, the dream, Yeah. and uh, long story short, I ended up playing professional baseball, Okay. and nowadays, when I meet people, they're like, oh, you know, like, uh, what do you associate with, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's a, I'm a hockey player. Yeah, right
0: I kind of went through that. I definitely never played pro ball, but like growing up, I was way better at baseball than hockey, and I ended up choosing hockey because like baseball's fun, right? You catch some rays, you yeah. got some sunflower seeds, but like,
2: can can you hit somebody with a stick?
0: <laughs> or like, can you oh, throw a yeah. ball? Probably not. It's like, laid back for sure. It's yeah, a, it's a different atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, and I, it's awesome. So at this event, we're just going to kind of get into it before we get into the certain packages. Um, the national anthem is going to be by Sarah own Kelsey. Dodd, Dodd. Mm-hmm. and you said she's that incredible. she's an, unreal she's right she's
1: a very accomplished singer at a extremely young age and you all are gonna be so impressed to hear her she's amazing um, and she also comes from a huge hockey loving family. So we'll have the whole Dodd family there, and they're amazing. They've been helping out so much with this event, and they're really excited.
0: And we're talking goosebumps. Like, there's nothing better than, like, before, like, you're about to play a game, like hockey, standing on the blue line, and the the anthem singer comes out. And, like, you're just, you're envisioning all, like, the at least this is me, because my old coach would be like, yeah, I remember when I was on the blue line, I would just envision all the, like, the battles and the wars in the past, and I'd really lock in. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start doing that. So, like... I just get chills whenever the anthem comes on. It's like my favorite mm-hmm. thing. So that's cool. Um, you guys are raising money, as you said, for Friends of Saratoga Rec. Yeah. Um, VIP guests are going to get to hang out with some NHL players, members of the Adirondack Thunder. If you guys know this podcast, you know that I've been doing a tons of stuff with the Adirondack Thunder. Really great organization. There's going to be a DJ. Hopefully, he's going to play some Kesha. Uh, <laughs> we, have, we have a hockey team raffle, food, patriotic desserts, and more. Um, just really, really cool. So there's three different ways. To like get to into this party, we have a gold medal VIP pre-party hour package. We have a silver medal package and a gold and a bronze medal package. Really cool that you guys did that. I think that's clever. Gold, bronze, silver. Love it. Wow. Gold, silver, bronze. Sorry. so with the gold medal package, one hundred and fifty dollars. Yes. You guys, do you want to break this down? Do you sure, break I'll break
1: it down. I'll break it down. So it's one hundred and fifty dollars. Um, this is the VIP hour. What? Oh, really quick.
0: Yeah. Uh, for the listeners at home, one hundred fifty dollars. You're probably like, whoa, but yeah. trust gold me, up. worth it. Like mm-hmm. now, listen. explain it. Like actually, like <laughs> listen to this because yeah. it's worth it. I'm not go for it.
1: So it, yes, it is. It is one fifty, but just hear me out. So it's an hour long, a VIP hour of. Um, unlimited drink specials and with that you will receive a customized team USA 1980 replica hoodie jersey and this is made by hockey innovations it is incredible sick it is it really is it's it's so sick it's so unique this is one of a kind that we all designed together with hockey innovations and uh you you customize the back whatever you want on that is all yours. So that is a huge part of it. Um, You also get to meet and greet with a lot of ex-players, both male and female, which is amazing. And Channel 13's Mark Mulholland will be emceeing a really intimate Q&A with these players and um, just hanging out, talking hockey, just to a small group of us before this party really kicks off and opens up to general admission, which will be for the silver and bronze ticket holders.
0: And that's like a really special thing, right? Because I never played pro hockey, but so it's kind of cool that you're getting uh, the lens of like somebody who did play pro hockey, like what this meant to them. Especially yeah. like because they're 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 not like right now current NHL players. Like they were when in their hockey career, like this was going on, mm-hmm. and like that's really 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 cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have we have a, an ex. An ex NHLer who uh, Glenn Murkowski who actually played with and against at in at the time of these nineteen eighty players he played with a lot of them, against a lot of them. He got, as he says, clobbered by Herb Brooks in college. And <laughs> you know, he knows these guys and, and shared these experiences with them and it's it's cool to hear from him too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like so we got Brad Chartran, Glenn Murkowski, Paul mm-hmm. Trainer. Oh, boy. Molly M- Mac- M- McMaster, Molly- Morgo Slepov. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Did you I know. get that?
1: Yeah, Nailed you got it. it. Yeah. Uh,
0: Olympian Kathleen Coth, Saratoga natives. Yeah, we yes, won gold medals here.
1: Incredible. incredible.
0: Uh, and then you have Adirondack Thunder players. I'll try to get more into that to see who's going. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's awesome. So I think the Q&A session is going to be really
1: cool. It is. It's going to be really cool. Ask them anything, and it's uh, – like we said, it's gonna be really intimate. There's not gonna be a lot of people involved. It's super limited, so <coughs> think that through and and come join us for that.
0: But don't forget that you have an hour
3: of open bar, so just
0: keep hammering. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Up. yeah so hang on, hang on a second. So <laughs> you're telling me,
3: hang on, you're, you're telling me. I, so you had me at custom USA They're jersey sick. hoodie, They'll, right? they'll that, be on
0: our Instagram, too, right. guys. They're mm-hmm. legit. You, you
3: had me at that, and then uh, and then you're gonna let me drink all I want for an hour. Yep. Um, <coughs> keep which, going. Which which um, I mean, which I'm pretty sure I could cover 150 yeah. bucks alone. Seriously, like if you
0: really <laughs> think about that, like yeah, you,
3: yeah, you can. Like yeah, if total. you're really
0: ripping it up,
2: like <laughs>
3: make
0: sure you have a nice carbo load maybe the night before. That's right. And that's it's right. Like, yeah, it's just like before a game,
2: pasta, panchini, right. like alfredo. And then, the and then I have an
3: opportunity to ask some uh, former professional hockey players and stuff because, like I said, well, growing up, I wanted to play professional hockey mm-hmm. and. You know, just to ask them the stuff about, you know, what's what's the craziest uh, small town city they ever played in. Which is like craziest, a great question. Craziest right? small town experience you've ever yeah. had. Or like the best, like, barn that you've
0: ever played in. Because people are going to think all right. these NHL rinks. There's a rink in Messina, right, exactly. which is like half of a rink and half of a barn. And it's like three degrees inside there. The ice is so hard and you, like, zoom around. That's easily my favorite rink. But people want to know that because it's like, totally. that's a great question. I like yeah. that a lot. Save yeah. on. I
3: may steal it from you. <laughs> <laughs> You're, welcome. You're welcome to it. <laughs>
1: Also, I want to include that in this ticket price for the gold medal, 25 dollars does go to Friends of Saratoga Rec as part of the donation to the rank. So you're always
0: always, always giving. Always yep. giving. Yeah. So, while, while, while you're getting boozed up, talking to former players and all this stuff, you're actually helping out the community. So, like, Absolutely. something you can tell the family when you're going out. And you're oh. like, hey, I need a night off. Oh, what are you doing? You're just getting drunk? No, I'm, I'm donating. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. You, yeah, you can't tell me, no, I'm helping the community so out let, right now. So it's let's re, Let's
3: recap. <laughs> you're getting free booze for an hour. You yep. get to talk to some NHLers. You're getting a jersey that you're going to wear every day for the rest of your life. <laughs> yep. And then... You won't take it off. And you won't take it off, right. No. And then you have a great time.
1: Great time. And, yeah, you get entry to this gigantic USA America forever event that is going to live in infamy until it's the 50th anniversary. <laughs> hell, hell yeah.
0: And like, I'm about making memories, and this is a great memory to yeah. make. It also comes with a hockey-themed swag bag, which they were going to get. Yeah. We talked about the open bar and the $25. Yeah. So, like, I mean, that sounds good. So that's a gold medal. Yes. Now, if you Perfect. want the silver medal package, this, is, this includes a hockey-themed swag bag, a complimentary drink, and $5 of that ticket price goes to the Saratoga Rex thing. So... If you're not looking to completely splurge, this is still a great opportunity to get the swag bag. We've been talking about what's going to go in the swag bag. I think that you guys are
3: probably
1: going to want
0: what's in the swag bag, so you guys are going to check that out. Totally. Um,
1: And this this is (coughs) forty dollars. Forty dollars, which is uh, a nod to the 40th anniversary. And um, ooh, okay, ah, clever. Geez. I like that. <laughs> right, yeah.
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah. We're pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're smart, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which will be really, really cool. A-low. And then uh, the bronze medal, nineteen dollars and eighty cents. Do you want to tell me? Is uh, oh. c- c- that nineteen eighty?
1: Does anyone know what that
3: means? Can we re- reiterate what that alludes to? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and you get a complimentary drink, and you get to I don't know, you get to hang out, and you get to yeah, get after that's
1: it. it. You get to be with all of us. We're gonna, we're gonna celebrate all night long.
0: It's gonna be a great time. And then myself and BizDev, we're gonna be there. We're probably gonna be doing like a uh like in the All Star game, the fastest shot, you have to get the four targets. There's gonna be other different things going on. We're gonna be we'll be bouncing around, giving out stuff. We have stickers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's like gonna be that. a live shooting board. Yeah, which is I mean that's I might how many even bars, jump in net. Yeah, how many bars do you get to go to and just rip pucks for the <laughs> night? Like that's zero. That's the <laughs> answer's zero. <laughs> and it's just I don't know. just everything about it and like so, here's a question. So, we kind of went over the whole event. Like, what made you want to do this event? Like, what, what in your mind were you like, we got to do something for this? Other than the fact that, like, it, you're a patriot. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> well, we're, I, we're all patriots, but I mean, this
3: that, is... Well, sorry. I, I think that's kind of the biggest thing is mm-hmm. that, that we are patriots. And mm-hmm. this is, like, I mean, this is on the sports stage. This is that. on the sports stage, like, the biggest patriotic moment Mm-hmm. That we can muster. I mean, we we covered it kind of at the very beginning of this clip here. Is that I mean, there's there's nothing else that, that competes with this. No. This is it, it's I, it. I mean, quite frankly, I wasn't even alive for this. Yeah, I I wasn't far behind. But I, yeah. but I wasn't Same. even alive for this. But but I know this. Yeah, and I and I know I, just, I I love sports and I and I love the country and I love and I love the David versus Goliath and this. This is the culmination of that. And the coolest
0: thing about this is I feel like any anybody can ask their parents like, "Hey, so like, where were you during the 1980 games or whatever?" and their parents know where they are, whether they're at the game watching the game on TV because the game played and then it was recorded, and it wasn't live, mm-hmm. right? So there was a the delay. So, like, everybody kind of remembers where they were. Mm-hmm. They were hostages. I think the Iran took hostages or whatever, and when they got released, they, they were showing a minute-long compilation of, like, what happened when they were done, and it was like going to the moon, and, like, one of the things was the 1980 game, which just really speaks to how, like, important this was.
3: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you know this this comes to mind. Uh, so I, I truth be told, I, I wrote an article for for the magazine uh, this this issue, and, and you guys go on to check it out. It's like a re- really really cool issue. You have
0: really cool interviews and
3: and yes, yeah, thank you. And and so I, I had the opportunity to interview some people and and talk about where where they were for the event. Yeah, and I I came across uh, Dan Thompson, and so Dan uh, Dan's story stuck out to me because. He went up to Lake Placid. Um, they were in Schenectady. He was going to Union College at the time. They went up to Lake Placid to watch a skier. Okay. Um, and they were up there, and they just happened to be there. That's crazy, like, right? Like yeah. totally crazy. They just happened to be there. And then the the skiing event was over, and they're like, "Hey, should we head home?" We're like, "I don't think so." You yeah. know, and the, and the game was on, and they're and so they're like, "Hey, let's let's go to the bar for the game." <laughs> I'd give anything to and like. So they, went, oh, they, man. they went to the bar, and they, they're at the bar, and they're just they're they're listening. They, they had a, a live like uh, audio feed. Throughout the speakers, and they're just listening. And you know, they got to the barn like everyone else. I do believe they were like, "eh, well, it's like
1: gonna get clobbered. Yeah, yeah. gonna get clobbered.
0: Yeah, because
3: they played them
0: a, a couple week of days. Before yeah, they got Square killed. killed.
1: Oh, was it nine to two? Yeah, they got
0: yeah. they got murdered the week before. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, got you're a right. Shot. You're, yeah, yeah, no, what I was like,
3: yeah, they're like, oh, the boys are playing, so let's stick around, but yeah. you know, drink some beers and, and uh, yeah. we'll listen. And he, and, you know, he, he went on to t- tell this elaborate story of how like you know like slowly but surely it's kind of like you know each period ends and it's like wait a minute it's, it's we have a shot it's 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 not for <coughs> the after the, thing. the first, like it's that's like, the biggest thing is like you had
0: a shot it wasn't even like oh we're going to win it was like okay we're in this game and that alone was like monumental because the, the Russians were just so much better than everybody else and yeah. they they dominated hockey for, for like ever Forever. Yeah. They won gold medals. I forget how many He
1: was like Olympics in a, in a row. Like yeah.
0: that's insane. Yeah. And the fact that like you're even in a game with them? Right.
3: Like which totally. is
0: which is wild.
3: Totally. Yeah. And so so he goes on to talk about how, you know, so the obviously the game windles down and we all know the, the final call, you know, do you believe miracles? Yes. Great um, call by the way. Yeah, total right? great call. Right. Yeah, Al Michaels. Yeah, L. Michael. L. Michael. yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Al
1: Michaels. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, and you know, so basically the he's you know, the the streets just flooded and he was reminiscing about how like just everyone were, like just hu- like hugging in the streets yeah. and and the, the coolest thing that he brought up um that i remember is that he was talking about athletes from other countries mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with uh you know ussr or american hockey yeah were <coughs> hugging yeah you know, hugging, it was such hugging a moment. the locals. I mean, like, hey, congratulations! Yeah, like, and and I think one of
0: the coolest things is like people kind of forget it wasn't even the gold medal game. So like right. they they yeah. they, yeah. they, they yeah. end up beating I the Russians, it. and it's right. like, okay, we did it. No, yeah. not no. yet. Like you still have to win games. You know what I mean? Right. So, and they ended up doing it, and they and it was just history. Like absolutely historic event. When I think of
1: the most, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And it, it's just an incredible thing. So this this party that we have going on is just – it's going to recap all of that. And if yeah. you like hockey and you're around the area, this is something you're going to want to go to. What's cool is it's on a Wednesday. It separates your week. So like Monday, Tuesday, you kind of got to grind it out. And then Wednesday, you're going to be at work all day and be like, oh, I can't wait to get out of here. So I can go up to Saratoga. Yeah. And then once you're there, you're going good- I think the people that are going to be at the, and here's another thing, you go to a bar, there's tons of people that you don't really necessarily want to see at bars, at least for me, but you're going to go to this bar, and everybody there is going to be there for the exact same reason, and that's, like, super, super special, I mm-hmm. think, it's kind of like a yeah. concert, yeah. like, when you go to, like a, like, a cool, like, I don't know whether it be a classic rock or something like that, the people there, they might be your assholes, but they're your assholes, you know what I mean? Totally. Like yeah. that's These like are our
1: assholes. exactly, <laughs> and and we're and we're just we're gonna
0: be drinking. We're
1: gonna we be are wear your jerseys, wear your red, white, and blue pride. This is USA all night long. And you know what we recently learned was that the USA chant was born at this game.
3: That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was that was the first time. So yeah. going back to my interview with Dan, yeah, um, they're, they're in the streets, and that's. Oh man, that's I can, just... I'd
0: give anything to have been there during that <laughs> time. <laughs> right? So, it's a 22 like, year old just like, oh, yeah, I can drink, and then USA just won. It's
3: like, oh, ho, ho. totally right. We're in one guy. Yeah, so I'm, <laughs> I'm interviewing these people, and they're like, you know, they're telling me these stories, and I'm just like sitting there insanely jealous that, like, I didn't get to do this or experience this. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then on top of that, like, donations are going to be going to help grow the game even more donations. for a like, young American right. We're also going to be, gonna
1: be selling the coolest merch. All 40th anniversary-inspired, Team USA-inspired. Uh, talk about your shades you're rocking right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, we uh, we had these guys on, these uh, Blade Shades. They're, I mean, check these guys out. They're the ultimate hockey fan cave. They are... Uh, they're perfect, and mm-hmm. I've said this like numerous times that everybody looks hot, way hotter in sunglasses. That's, That's just right. like a fact. Like I think every like social media picture I put the sunglasses on just getting an additional like twenty five <laughs> likes. So, uh, but yeah, those would be cool. We're gonna have things everywhere. It's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome event. I guess I have another question for you. Like, what's yeah. the coolest part about doing this event for you guys that that you've done so oh, far?
1: I can probably connections,
0: you, right? Like meeting all these people, yeah, just like this really has like
1: been just a deep dive into the world that we love and we didn't even we, you know we didn't even plan for this. We do events with Saratoga Living all the time and this is just reaching an entirely new demographic and and the whole sports world which we haven't really touched on yet. And also getting Getting reach outside of Saratoga Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, we're working with Glens Falls, Lake George, people coming from all over. Blue collar
0: people Blue-collar that just like people, love hockey. Which
1: we which haven't had a chance to experience this magazine yet and they will see that this is what we love as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just the, the glamorous life of summer exactly. in Saratoga oh, so with it's your fancy that. hats no, and like no, your little no. itty bitty
0: no, dogs. No, like dirty exactly. Tale.
1: And we love this stuff, and we love sports, and we love America, yep. and we love moments like this. And the 40th anniversary of Placid, man, this is this is the biggest.
0: It's so cool, like. It was, so in these podcasts, like, people ask, like, where we're located. I'm like, Saratoga, like, where's that? I'm like, upstate New York. And they're, like, uh, and then, and then you drop, that. Oh, I'm an hour and a half away from Lake Placid. And like, oh, my God, you're an hour and a half away from Lake Placid? And like, uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah. depending on how fast you drive. But, uh, yeah, guys, I, I can't wait to be a part of it. It's going to be really cool. I'm glad that you guys, that we were building yeah. something here. And, uh I mean, I'm pumped. I'm really pumped. What, what what's your most favorite thing about this thing? You think
3: about this thing? Well, other
0: than the open bar and like <laughs> <laughs> and the hockey and all that. Just well, like,
3: well, shit. I mean, if you're excluding the hockey, I have really got nothing. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I I grew up hockey, so like for me, this was uh, you know when 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 they said uh, when the when the brain trust came together and said, "Hey, let's do a hockey party." Like you know, it's just sign me up. Yeah, like, exactly. Sign me up. Let's do this. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, it's just it. It's gonna be a great time. Like yeah. I, I, like I, I just, mm-hmm. I genuinely feel that way. Like it's just gonna be like you said. Like, you know, sometimes show up to a bar, show up to like a, a fundraiser event. You know, like, yeah. you're kind of hesitant to go. Like, like I just, I have that feeling. This is gonna be that vibe where it's just, you know, it's gonna be a phenomenal time. This is gonna
0: be. I think this is going to be something that you guys are going to look back like five years from now and be like, yo, do you remember when we went to that right. 1980 party? Yes. Like that's yes.
3: And shot pucks. Yeah, yeah. and just
0: like, <laughs> and got to meet all these former players and like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I met I met you five years ago at this party and we're like, still bet like every, it's just going to be a great time, guys. And... It.
1: It's a huge celebration. And uh, not to mention Putnam is pumped to get involved even further. They have like a whole list, laundry list of, Drink specials and shot specials that they are busting out at every goal that we score. And we score four. We score <laughs> so, four. so get ready. Yeah. So get ready. We score we'll four have to have a bell or goals. something when the
0: goals go off yes. and everybody starts like yeah. slamming. Yes, yes. 100%. Yeah. But so
1: it's going to be a nonstop celebration. And no stress because we win.
0: Yeah, exactly that's the best part you kind of already know what's happening yeah. but like even if you haven't seen the game come mm-hmm. you're probably gonna win but uh <laughs> but I just thanks for hopping on guys I yeah mean, this no, is thank you and, and you. you guys need thanks to check for being out involved. absolutely check yeah. out Saratoga living just look them up all their social media accounts they they, they run a real class organization over there is what I'm thinking so
1: Um, Yes, and if you want to get involved as a business or an organization anyway, if you're involved with hockey or want to get your name out um, in regards to this event, we would love to support you. Uh, Please email us. um, Email Abby, A-B-B-Y, at SaratogaLiving.com, and she will get you involved too, and um, we'd love to have everyone with us. This is going to be a huge night for hockey and upstate, and uh, we want you all there.
0: It's going to be a really, really special moment. Thanks again, guys, for hopping on. Uh, yeah, so check it out, guys. This is It's going to be something that you guys aren't going on to, to miss. Again, Wednesday, February 26th, 5.30 to 9 p.m. at the Putnam Place in Saratoga Springs. Saratoga Living putting on an absolute clinic. So, all right. USA. 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 <laughs> USA. Awesome USA. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Thank yeah, you. thank you. All right, cool. Thanks again for coming on, guys. Uh, we had a blast earlier today. It was kind of cool. I just got to drink uh, those beers that like, they partnered with Death Wish. They were really good. But, uh, yeah, so check that out. Now we are going to get into um, our Dominic Moore's Heroes and Zeros brought to you by Logos Sports.
2: Hey, fans. This is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here.
0: Hero and Zero time. We have tons of stuff here. I have two heroes and one zero, and your hero is unreal. Start off with your hero, because we've talked about this like a million goddamn times.
2: Yeah. it's not. There's, I, don't, I don't know why you're so excited about it. There's not too much to this. What do you mean, dude? Toby Reeder. Of course I'm going to be excited about this. Toby, about, man. Toby Reeder, Milan Lucic, Zach Ronaldo, and then Jankowski, who I think had scored like no goals all year, all scored against the Sharks the other night in a 6-2 win. Um, how, was- how drunk did those guys get after that game? Oh, I don't know, man. I, I saw – dude, want to talk about crazy players? Like, we talked about Cassian earlier, players, like, kind of rebranding. I saw an article talking about Zach R- Ronaldo, like, fighting his way to the top, like, coming back. It's kind of crazy that Zach Ronaldo's in the NHL in the year 2020. The yeah. one thing I will say on that, though, that he always had was speed. Like, Zach Ronaldo can go, full like, full tilt on the 4 dude? Yeah, so I don't know. I thought that was crazy. Dude, do you have anything on that? Um –
0: I can't believe that you didn't think I think this was cool. We've talked about these guys over and over and over again and we rarely get
2: things right. But it looks like we got this right still. I think I said Toby Reader was gonna score twenty.
0: Yeah, but like still, like we were on Toby Readers, like we we hated what Edmonton did to him, dude. It's nice to see him and Luci score in the same game on the same team. Like with Zach Ronaldo, man, like that's crazy.
2: Oh, can you imagine if Toby Reader's in the lineup and they play the Oilers in the playoffs? That'd be sick, right? redemption story dude um love redemption stories you want to do your zero yeah i don't know what you have on this dude i'm going to be kind of interested we might be on opposite spectrums Um, la kings had those like jerseys come out chrome helmets i was a huge fan did you like the chrome helmets uh it was different it's okay dude i don't think you liked it dude and i also think people were complaining about the jerseys um, I thought they were funny, dude. Like I thought like it felt very like LA. Like I don't really think they were like sick, but I felt like it fit. Like I thought the chrome helmet and like all the white all over the place, dude, it just felt LA to me. Like yeah. I could get down with it.
0: I don't think that they got somebody in the NHL to design those jerseys. I think they went to like Beverly Hills and they were like, Hey, can you design a hockey jersey and a helmet for us? And like and I'm they, about it, dude. That's yeah. what I'm saying, dude. Like if they
2: if I found out that jersey was created on Rodeo Drive, I'd be about that. But yeah no I agree with that hundred percent so, I don't know I thought people had a big stick up their butt about that like at the end of the day like it like I feel like a lot of people are critical of these like winter classic and third jerseys and stuff but like most of them are just like vanilla like redos of like old jerseys like they just went out there dude they just want their l a hang dude
0: yeah no I <sighs> I really wish, and it would never happen, but, like, after the players wear these, like, new jerseys, I wish you could interview the players and be like, what do you actually think of these? Like, or there was, like, an anonymous rating system where we found out what the players thought. Dude, we should, yeah. Genius. We should have created that. Um, my heroes and zeros. I have two heroes. First hero, Leon Dreisaitl. Since the McDavid injury, he's been on the ice for eight of the ten goals. Like, is the McDavid Dreisaitl just a Crosby Malkin and it's not talked about enough?
2: Yeah, I think it's just because they're on the west coast, dude. But certainly they are like the Crosby they're Malkin. They're so
0: good, dude. They're unbelievable.
2: Yeah, I think. Do you think if here's a question for you? Do you think? And I think the answer is yes. Do you think Drysaddle could be like a very good number one on like a good playoff team? I mean, you could ask that
0: about Vianney Malkin. I think. And I would, say, I would say I
2: would would say yes about Malkin. So I think yeah. I would say yes about Drysaddle too. Just, you remember
0: was, the playoffs a couple years ago? We had that hat trick. Like Drysaddle is one of their best like playoff performers.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, I don't know. I mean, that is a pretty cool story. Sucks. How long is McDavid out? Like, two to three weeks, they said?
0: I didn't see that.
2: Maybe. So, I don't know. That sucks he's injured, though. Like, I don't want... Part of me is, like, worried because, like, I don't want him to go down an injured path and, like, he never pans out. But part of me also thinks he's just like Crosby. Like, Crosby bought, battled a ton of injuries. Yeah, dude. Did you see that thing that McDavid, like, really fucked up his
0: knee? And, like, the, uh, the rehab he had to go through during the summer to, like, get back? That's, like, that's a story that's not talked about enough that should be, like, brought up. Like, McDavid went through some shit with that knee. That wasn't just, like, oh, a little bit of time off. Like, that was, there was, like, hours spent in the cryo chamber, like, every fucking day. Like, I think it was, like, Did three, you watch four, the video? No. I just, I think I remember reading something about it.
2: I was curious about it, because, like, I watched, like, Julian Edelman did, like, a documentary just like that. Kind of, except for this one's, like, a ton shorter, obviously. But I don't know. I, I'd be kind of curious to watch it. Uh, yeah, you're right. No one is really talking about that. No,
0: and we, we actually have uh, th- later this week we have a sick podcast with uh, Summer Skates.
2: And Hello, dude. What's up? Well, I'm just I bring what's, the energy, dude. Who no, is no, it?
0: No, so this guy like he actually grew up well, not grew up, but like Connor McDavid lived very close to him, and like he'd drive by his house and McDavid would always be in his like driveway like ripping pucks. So it's kind of a cool story. You guys will hear about that Wednesday. Um, so that was my first year. My second year... Asia League, Suzuki Roy was suspended for five games after clashing and showing the middle finger to Ice Bucks captain, Sato. I mean, okay, so this guy, one of the guys goes to the penalty box, and the other guy goes by and just fucking flips him off the entire way and then gets kicked out of the game. I thought that was a savage move. Um, really, really good to see. Do you have anything on that? Did you, did you get to see that or no? I didn't
2: hear that, dude. This is a super specific reference, but I just want to throw it out there. Shout out Joey Caravelli.
0: Okay. Yeah, that that did happen. That was one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. I went to a, uh, a youth hockey midget game, and a kid on <laughs> Saratoga scored. And then the bench was on the far side, so as he skated by the opposing bench, he gets on one knee, swipes ice, and then flips off the entire bench. I've never seen anything like it in my life, all did time. Did he long.
2: get? Did he get kicked out of that game?
0: No, I think he got like a two-minute penalty. It was insane. It was insane. Like everybody was freaking out about it, and it was, it was just incredible. Um. And my score of the week, referee Patrick Soberg, uh, in the SHL, when he was getting on the ice, he fell down because he didn't take his skate guards off, which is not a good look.
2: Yeah, I mean, can we be honest about this? How how many were you a guy that forgot your skate guards? Like, how many times did that happen to you?
0: That happened to me one time, but like, dude, I'm also not in a professional hockey league. Like that, you gotta be, know a little bit better there.
2: Yeah, I mean, as a
0: ref though, like exactly like you know people are going at you you should be more careful than you would be if you were a player
2: i guess dude but it's probably like his fourth game of the week in the shl dude he's got all these blonde haired guys yelling at him about slashing calls like he's just trying to get through the week you know what i mean he forgot to tie his shoes on his way to the office
1: yeah
0: i mean i
2: guess <laughs> you're right though it's definitely more essential oh. yeah i mean be, be a little bit better
0: uh <clears throat> now we have one more segment three stars music time
2: All right, Jim
3: and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. All
0: right, three-stars time. It just came out that the Carolina Hurricanes are getting the stadium series game next year. That's the outdoor game. So three stars of the week, the three activities that you would like to slash expect to see from Carolina Hurricane fans outside the rink when they have their stadium series game.
2: What is your third star? Yeah, dude, I don't remember why – my list is tough, so I wrote this in the heat of the moment. My third star is Field of Wild Hogs. Um, I don't know. I just think there should be, like, pigs, farm animals. I didn't want to say a rodeo. I think if they do a rodeo, it's a little too much. It's a little in your face. But I just, like, a field of, like, livestock. Okay, so, like a... A petting zoo? But not a petting zoo. It's, like, a petting zoo that's interactive where, like, instead of, like, fences, like, they're just, like, they're just like in the middle of the crowd. Like, you're just walking yeah. You want to know what?
0: You want to know why your third star is perfect? Cause it completely ties into my third star. My third star, I wrote down carnival, but I can settle with state fair. I think that you and I were both very much on the same page. Like I'm talking tractor pulls, a petting zoo, uh, fried dough, local people creating jewelry type stuff. Maybe maybe somebody on stilts. Like I could see something like that happening. Like and like like your scrambler, your Ferris wheel, just all in the parking lot, just people just having a good time.
2: Here's the thing, dude. State fairs, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I've been to a couple tractor pulls, and I I thoroughly enjoyed them. At the same time, I remember when I was like 14 or 15 years old, the local state fair, I'm pretty sure like the cows pooped in the water and everyone got E. coli, and I just can't shake it, dude. Can't (laughs) go back. I am not as – are you a state fair guy? I'm like, yeah, I kind of am. How many times did you go last year? I,
0: yeah, I went to, I didn't go to the Saratoga when I went to Washington County, which I don't think I'm ever going to go back to again, but, like, I don't know, it's a good time. It would be way more fun if, like, you were with the boys, like, in, like, drunk and shit. Fair. Right? Um, but that's my third star. What's your second star?
2: My second star is a rack of ribs, dude. Just barbecue for the boys. I had ribs tonight. It's kind of a power move. Like, I went to a barbecue place, like, you look through the menu, you're like, maybe I'll just get some pulled pork or, like, some brisket or something, and then I was like, no, I'm going to treat myself, I'm going to get the ribs. It was delicious. I've never had ribs in the Carolinas before, but I'm pretty sure they have like, their own, like, sauce, like, style of smoking stuff. I'm all about that life. Give me some ribs.
0: Can I tell you something, man? I'm not a rib guy. Yeah. I actually, I, I've never eaten ribs and been, like, full.
2: You never had good – here's the thing, dude. Have you ever had, like, good ribs? Like, can, like would you know. be willing – if I, like, if I was, like, we were hanging out, I was like, I know a place with good ribs. Would you try it? Yeah, I'd go with
0: you, 100%. I'm just saying every time I've had ribs, like, I've been, like, super hungry.
2: It's kind of shocking, though, just because I know your palate and your diet, and you just, like, scream rib guy.
0: I mean, sorry, dude.
2: Yeah, sorry for party rocking, dude. What's your what's your second star?
0: So I just put Amazing Race. I don't really know what the Amazing Race is, but I think it'd be pretty cool. Not cool, but just expected of Carolina to do this, where they pick a couple of fans and they have to, like, run from the north side to the south side of the Carolinas and then back to Raleigh with, like, this, like, I don't know uh, – What's the finish at the marathons? What's that called? Where, like, you run across the ribbon?
2: The finish line?
0: Yeah, whatever. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm struggling. The uh, the finish line with, like, confetti going everywhere. I just feel like that would be such a Carolina Hurricane <laughs> thing to do. I can't believe I messed that one up.
2: So uh, my only question for you on this, dude, are you talking about the reality TV show?
0: Yeah, I think so. I don't know what happens with it, though.
2: Yeah, they, like, travel, like, to, like, foreign countries and, like, go through the country and stuff, and, like, complete challenges, and you want that to take place... But you're saying the, the end the end game is to get to the state fair at the game. Uh, I Are they going to run picking, through a ribbon at the state fair?
0: I think we're picking one or the other. I think that this was just like in the middle of the parking lot. Like I can just see them like shutting down the parking lot for these like groups of people just to run through the finish line dude, and finish up. It's kind of like real world, the Carolina Hurricane edition. And as I like travel to the state, like there's like Nickelodeon slime and dunk tank and all sorts of fun activities, like maybe a trampoline park. Like stuff like that that like they can all do their storm surges. And whoever wins the storm surge gets to go to the next one while the other people have to wait. That's genius.
2: Yeah, so I agree, dude. That's pretty good. Um Trademark ending. First star, dude. I need you to do me a favor right now. Any listener out there and Ked, need to go to Google. K K you Google this, you ready?
0: Yeah, I'm Googling
2: it, dude. chimney state chimney rock state park i don't know where this is in north carolina i know the hurricane's playing north carolina i'm gonna set this up for you no matter where the game is i am a big fan of drone aerial footage if it's in dallas i want to see some sick shots in the country this place is what i'm talking about i love sick drone shots i just saw that i don't know what it is it's a rock there's an american flag there's a river and the foliage just really makes it all pop dude Chimney Rock State Park. That's my first star.
0: You know what it looks like? It looks like the Lion King, except for not in Africa, but, like, in the middle of, like, the Appalachian, like, mountains.
2: I don't know. I don't know what it is, dude. But can you imagine, like, there aren't, many, it, there aren't many places that, like, I just see a photo of it, and I, I think to myself, I would love to drink a beer right there. But that is a place where I would just love just bring a beer, sit down on Chimney Rock, and just enjoy the wind.
0: No, <laughs> Ride the wave, dude. The
2: wind of the hurricanes. That's
0: sick, dude. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it looks really fucking cool.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I honestly had no idea what was going on with this topic, so I just tried to write anything down. I was really confused because you actually haven't been very malicious. I thought this three stars was going to be you making fun of the Carolina Hurricanes. So is your first star making fun of the Carolina Hurricanes?
0: I mean, dude, my third star was a state fair in their parking lot. Like... (laughs)
2: i thought that was a good idea dude
0: and then amazing uh, race my first start is just like an elementary school field day where there's like parachutes and and you hit the like you throw the balls in the air and like there's those empty coffee cans that you fill with water and you poke holes in the bottom you have to put them over your head to the person behind you do you remember that like relay races uh what are the things that fuck what is that called it's a relay race like a sack race. A hacky uh yeah the potato Not hacky sack race dude right it's like a
2: potato sack right you get yeah, the- yeah
0: like those dude maybe like a pie eating contest like just a field day i feel like carolina hurricane fans would love that
2: what was your how were you in like the sack races dude were you uh were you agile or are you a fall down guy what's going we on need there? for speed dude come on man i was an athlete on the are team. you short hops or are you long hops
0: i would i whatever hops it took to win dude
2: I don't know, man. I feel like you might think back. Did you have a strategy? Like, what do you think? My you think-
0: strategy was I had one speed and it was go. <laughs> all right, dude.
2: That's fair enough. Uh, yeah.
0: Well, that was, t- 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 all right, dude? Yeah. Um, Hal, do you have anything else for the listeners?
2: <laughs> that's it, dude. I'm glad we got it done. Uh, we battled. Yeah, dude. That's <laughs> I don't know. I'm gassed. Are you gassed right now?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty gassed,
2: hopefully dale's back next week um that's it dude i hope everyone has a good week
0: hell yeah everybody have a good week uh new podcast wednesday check them out um that's it all right take it easy hey, hey,
1: look baby girl you're so damn fine though i'm trying to know if i can hit it from behind though i'm sipping on you like some fine wine though and when it's over i press rewind though Ay, you talking bad, girl, I got it Benjamin's all in my pocket I traded in my truths for some robbers You playing Batman, Fat these gonna rob Hey I got a Glock in my rari Ayy 17 shots no 38 I got a Glock in my rari 17 shots no 38, shots, no 38. Talking, She's mine. new manu and she'll be my
3: everywhere and if somebody got a problem we could meet up anywhere now go say